Hey guys, it's Colin from Afternoon Tea Time. Today we're putting out an episode on the elephant in the room, and that's coronavirus. Um, first off, it's a long episode, but we felt it was important to get out as much as this information and uh, our perspective on it um, in a timely manner to you guys, since it's a pretty evolving situation. Um, by no means is this a comprehensive guide to combating coronavirus, and we're not telling anybody how to combat coronavirus. If you want that, you need to go talk to the CDC or your doctor. Um, but again, we felt it was important to do an episode on this. Um, you know, it's a current topic. So if you guys like the episode or if you have questions, uh, you know, hit us up on our Facebook page. Um, let's get into it. Oh yeah, it's afternoon tea time. It's the end of the world, coronavirus edition. Now, all you people out there buying toilet paper, yeah, I get it. Like, toilet paper's kind of nice, but that's not the commodity you should be buying right now. Buy yourself some fucking tea. Let me tell you why. Tea's delicious. When you're, when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to be able to utilize all that TP until <laughs> after you die. Then your family can embalm you, wrap you up like a mummy. Here we go. Today we're talking about <laughs> coronavirus, and I am live. Um, I just flew in from ground zero of Seattle, Washington, and I am officially, we're doing two mics this episode, because they have officially quarantined me into the right side of the room. I've got my own mic, and on the left side we've got Colin and Chase. That's right. We have we given him six foot. State. That's right. We're the last holdout state. Well, one of the last. And uh, we invited this sickly person I'm here to lives. I'm here to break the holdout. I'm here to give <laughs> y'all coronavirus. We're here to document Scott's eventual death, his conditions, how he feels. Starts with a dry cough and diarrhea. Which we haven't <laughs> let him out of his we haven't let him out of his little cubicle and it's a fucking mess in there right now. What would you guys do if I actually had coronavirus? Because it's very I mean I went to the airport and it was pretty ghost town and my plane was like halfway full. Um, and literally we're like the worst state. Let me for, ask you this. So the plane's half full. If you buy business class, would they just let you sit in first? It's like, hey, no one's up here. I don't virus. You know, annoying enough. First class was full. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a small it's a small plane. So literally, first class is like it doesn't even doesn't even matter. There's like six seats, so it really doesn't I, matter. See, I, I would say that those people in business class weren't even rich people. It's just that seats are like thirty dollars a piece. No, this right is now. this is where this is where the one percent take over. They've had the they've had the vaccine for coronavirus this whole time. <laughs> doesn't disrupt their lives, but they keep the little man down. They get they gotta release this virus. Alex Jones, I'm gonna need you to take your meds. Uh, <laughs> all right, so getting on track uh, through that interesting intro we have today we're going to talk about coronavirus we're going to talk about um just some really fascinating topics because i feel like no matter who you talk to people either say that the media over blew it or it's it's you know it's just the flu or there's people that are kind of freaking out as well so and i want to just point out how crazy this shit is think about how long we've been around i've been around since the early 90s 91 uh, to be exact Never seen anything like this. Good this, this is literally, I know you're going to say it, it happened recently, you know, within the last like 20 years, but this is literally the 9 11 of our generation. Like, I've well, ne- I lived through 9 11. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, was part of my young. generation, too. I was too young to really have an impact. I, people always yeah, say, I remember like, it. People go, oh, you remember where you were? I have no idea where I was. Uh, yeah, I think I'm right at that cusp of age group that, I mean, I was in grade school, so I remember where I was at on that one. So, I would say anyone under 28, you probably, yeah, this is your first life. This is like your second, this is your second generation if you're over. Yeah, I've survived a lot of the end of the world shit already. I I don't think this will be it. No, this coronavirus, I'm so excited to talk about it. Obviously, there's some bad stuff that goes around with it, but literally, I mean, this has taken over the world. It's taken the world, and it's fuck my my trading portfolio right in the ass <laughs> at the same time. I'm, I'm excited to talk about this because when this first came out, so obviously for anyone that doesn't know, um, they started to find uh, these types of symptoms and think that there was a potential issue in December in China, and there was actually yes. a doctor that discovered it. Ooh, that's actually not entirely true. Apparently the first, uh, what do they call them, patient zero, yep. 
was discovered to have had, who've gone into a clinic uh, as early as November 19th. Wow. Was patient zero in China. All I knew was that the doctor that actually like discovered it started talking about it in the in his professional field in China, and then they literally silenced him yeah, and is, forced him to apologize. Which is crazy. And then he contracted coronavirus and died of yeah, it. And he fucking died. Hey, the guy, you know, the, the whistleblower that was trying to help the international community got silenced by his government because they were they felt ashamed that they released coronavirus just like they released well, what they China, uh, swine was the swine flu was SARS H one N yeah pretty much everything I, I would say that China is probably trying at that point to do damage mitigation because they're worried about economic runoff of what they're going to lose mm-hmm. and if they're able to contain this without anyone finding out. That's going to be way better for them than just being like, hey, by the way, there's a new form of coronavirus. We don't know what to do about it. It's probably going to spread all over the world and the economy collapsed. I kind of get a feeling of uh, North Korean-ish. Don't talk bad about the state. Yeah. I, yeah, it's China. So, <laughs> like, okay, so we'll speed it up, right? Because obviously a lot of people know this stuff about China. So China, they get it. There's lots of cases. Lots of people die. They go into quarantine. The thing that, and so the reason why I'm so excited to talk about it is because people in America have been neglecting it, same in Europe, and that's why I think what you're going to see in the next four weeks is you're going to see an absolute explosion of cases in the United States. Absolutely. I've been so far ahead of this curve that I took all my money out of the stock market four weeks ago. I gave both you dick fucks the same advice, which neither one of you listened to me for a little while, but it's going to shape like any American... Not to, like, hit the panic button, but it is going to shape your life, like, in some way, shape, or form. You're, the reason why I think people don't take it serious right now is because nobody knows anyone that actually has it. I mean, you two know me now, so that's, like, kind of cool. Stay on your side of the room, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys really don't know anyone that actually has it that it could potentially affect. Someone that's, like, you know, older or someone that lived in Europe, those types of yeah, things. Yeah, everyone's got older relatives. I got a lot yeah. of older relatives above that 80 mark, and that fatality uh, percentage, as they've reported thus far, is about 15%. And we all know someone who's fat. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to yeah, probably die. Obesity, someone who smokes, someone with health complications, uh, or anyone over the age of 60 is at high risk, right? But At high risk, and all we know is uh, when everybody in Texas dies because of how obese they are, at least there's going to be a lot of housing opportunities. <laughs> the housing market there is already cheap. I mean, dirt cheap now. Yeah, the market, I mean, I think it's, so obviously we're in a bear market now for the um, stock market, but it's probably <laughs> going to produce a recession. This was Michelle Obama's final solution to obesity. <laughs> <laughs> for, forget really, the lunch menu. Let's just release a virus into the that's world. That's really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> No, there's actually some interesting conspiracies, right? Because it only affects, like, elder people. Like, I mean, isn't it fascinating that we have this social security issue in America and, like, Medicare issue? It's like, we can't afford to pay all the old people. And then something comes out that just kills them all. Yeah, it just kills, it kills all the older people that no one knows what to do with. Dude, this is what saves social security for our generation. Absolutely. It's the millennials' approach of social security fixing. Yeah. Thanks, China. Now I get my benefits when I retire in 40 Sweating years. Sweating the baby boomer generation going into retirement. Shit. It, it is fascinating, though, because um, I feel I feel really bad. There's a lot of boomers out there that are just at the age of actually retiring, and they've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in portfolio value in their stock market. And it's, I mean... Yeah, my, my mom was planning to retire here within six months. For and real? She, she's actually in Ireland, which is another part of this, at the moment, taking care of her father. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get him in a retirement community. That's a whole other story, though. And she's refusing to look at her 401k while she's over there. She's uh-huh. like, I'm waiting until I get back because I don't want to know. Because I might have to work now for another couple of years. Well, there's a ban now, right? So she can't even... Can she from, come back? From really? my understanding is it's only on non-U.S. citizens. If you come back as a U.S. citizen, they're going to more than likely, from what it sounds like, put you in quarantine for two weeks. Kind of what they did with the cruise ships. Yeah. They're yanking you off the cruise ships, putting you in quarantine, and then maybe you can go back to your normal life. So her three-week trip to Ireland probably just turned into at least a month and a half experience, if not longer. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, at least she gets to take in that countryside. Yeah, Ireland's absolutely beautiful. Um, if this all blows over, I might go there next summer. How much more beautiful could it be during the... During the climbing of a pandemic. 
Uh, no one's outside. You get to just be out and. I I've actually wondered that. Like, there's pictures of like all the big monuments yeah. in Europe that just like no one's at the you know the Vatican and no yeah, one's the at the Rome. The Colosseum's deserted. There is like if there's a travel vlogger that can find a way to do it, that's the key. He just goes around and he's like, "You ever wonder what this place looks like with no one here?" And he just, I think it'd be cool, man. It would the, be really nice. The ghost, the ghost town. The ghost town is just like it, I, I love watching videos. I've watched a video of like uh, a dude that got stuck in the uh, airport in Pyongyang in North Korea, and no one was <laughs> in the airport but him. And he literally just vlogged the whole airport. So here's cool. here's my question: since you just brought your gross, sickly ass all the way here to Montana, yes, uh, was Seattle? Completely deserted. Was the airport oh, shut down? Uh, no, it, no. Seattle, the airport was actually a little bit busier than I thought, but the city itself is shut down. There's like no traffic, so like that'd be nice. You drive. So when I drive <laughs> to the, if I drive to the airport, or if I have someone drive me to the airport, it's at least an hour and a half. Right. Sometimes two hours, depending on the traffic. Yeah. Forty-eight minutes. That's how long it took me to get to the airport. It's no traffic. Yeah, because I was there. I saw you what two years ago. I mm-hmm. came there, and yeah, the traffic there was insane. Every single person in the state of Washington, if they're not at Costco, they're at home. That's literally what's going on. Like the cut, like so. I work at Costco. The yeah. cut, literally, our opening door count is usually somewhere from like two hundred to four hundred people. And what that is is card holders, not necessarily who they bring in because they can bring in guests. So it's like two to four hundred people that are coming in, and then you usually double that because everyone brings like a spouse or a kid or a friend, right? So Here's you're looking, my, you know, my third removed cousin. Yeah, exactly, just whoever, right? So it's like four hundred to eight hundred people is usually the first door count. Yeah, ours to be one of those guests. Just to get the hot dogs. Yeah, which exactly. I know I'm barred from. I quit taking <laughs> Chase to Costco. Costco. I did buy your stock. Now I don't know if I want it anymore. <laughs> I quit taking Chase, Chase to Costco on my card because he would not quit shitting in the freezer section. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted meat deals. So literally the door count, so it's usually 400 to 800 people is usually what comes in. The first door count uh, was yesterday uh, when I worked was 1,500. So Jesus. times that by two for a guest, you got third, you got three thousand people that are literally coming into the store. Nice. Uh, and how many of those people buy toilet paper? So Costco <laughs> has a one limit, uh, one limit per household on toilet paper right now. We got in. I did the the count. We had got in an entire truck of toilet paper. Now how big is this truck? The truck is fifty six pallets. So I did the math of like how much is on a pallet. We have like five hundred and twenty eight. Uh, Sell units of toilet paper, limit of one, and it was gone in an hour. <laughs> so 528 people got toilet paper. And I literally, it would have been more, like, faster, but we had a single-file line that literally went from the back of the store. So this is a 100,000-square-foot building. The back of the store, single-file single file line, <laughs> and it went all the way up to the front end. So, like, it literally the length of the store, people were waiting for toilet paper. It would be really funny if one of the symptoms of coronavirus is it gave you an incredible urge, this fantastic urge to just TP somebody's house. That, I, <laughs> literally, if someone TPs your house right now, they They're fucking it. hate you. Yeah. It's like, hey, I just dropped a hundred grand on your trees. Can you imagine, like, you, you're, you're suffering from diarrhea, you got this high fever, and this incredible urge to go TP your neighbor's house. That's insane. So the part that I don't understand, and I've been trying to figure this out personally, why is this just like an internet thing with the toilet paper? Like, why are people buying toilet paper? Like, no. if you're going to get on lockdown, wouldn't you want to, like, stock up on, like, I don't know, food? See, that's what people, that's the misconception, right? So, toilet, so toilet paper and water, do you know why Costco uh, puts it at the very back of the store? It's because you have to walk through the rest of the store to buy right. the shit. Eventually, you come across the muffin aisle. You see all this delicious muffin. Fuck you gotta yeah. buy a pack. That's what I would buy. It's the it's the necessity, the necessaries, right? It's like you have to get toilet paper. You have to get water. And a lot of people. So I'm, you know, I'm like the person that's like controlling the line. And this is what half of the people said when they were coming to get toilet paper. I I'm not stocking up. I actually need it. I'm down to three or four rolls, and they like think I'm judging them. It's like I don't give a fuck what you're doing. You might not be judging them. I fucking am. You're still in line, you fucking piece of shit. If I you're was, if I you're was, out there buying toilet paper because you're in a panic and you didn't go buy non-perishable items like food, you deserve to die. But that's 
you're a piece of shit. That's the uh, thing, though, and that's the kind of the misconception. People aren't like so. For us, we're selling out of everything. So they so they rush to go get toilet paper and water. Oh, but they're buying then, other shit. But then they're buying okay. All right. rice, every prepared food. So like. For Costco, if if anyone's interested in Costco stock, we're we're I'm checking the sales plans every day, and we're literally double slash tripling our our plan. So we're planning on doing like last week we planned on doing five hundred thousand in a day in sales. We did like one point one million. We only have in my store, and it's a big volume store. We only have million dollar days, three, four, five times a year. It's all around Christmas. We had five last week. Like that's literally the foot traffic and the volume. I mean, Costco's are being. What, what would you say is the dumbest thing people are buying besides toilet paper? It, in my opinion. Okay. But what would you say? Like you see people buy a lot, and you're like, why the fuck are you buying that right now? So Costco, it's everything. So Costco okay. is known for merchandising. They merch everything to kind of in, incentivize you to buy. We got to a point where we were sticking like mayonnaise in the cereal aisle, <laughs> <laughs> just filling holes and I, I'm talking to my managers and I'm like we're talking about what to put there and literally uh, a very high up manager goes I don't give a shit if you put chocolate in the bread aisle whatever you put there people are buying that's how insane it is we're getting 20,000 people coming into a Costco a day are people being pretty civil or are people fighting We've had, okay, so we've had three fights in our parking lot this week. Like straight up fist fights? Fist fights. Over okay. what? Uh, toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> really? Not even joking. Wow. Um, eBay is shutting uh, people down that are trying to resell um, like masks and toilet paper from Costco. If you go on OfferUp right now, if you're on your phone, go into OfferUp, type in Kirkland Signature I'm gonna, Tiki. I'm going to do this right now. People are literally selling it. My, we, I mean, I don't know if it's hit Bozeman yet. I've heard from through the grapevine that Bozeman's just starting to sell out of Costco. I haven't had the fist fight trying to defend the toilet paper and buying at the store yet. It's just for me. It's just it's just amazing. And the thing is, it's only going to get worse, right? So Costco is now changing their policy today. This is what they just started. Holy shit! You can find it on OfferUp. Uh, yeah, the first one that popped up on OfferUp here on nearby's. Uh, they'll ship it to you for the small price of $7.49. This isn't even the big thing. If you shop at Costco, you know they sell like huge quantities. I don't even know how many rolls are in that big thing. 30 rolls this, for $16.99. Yeah, this is literally for $50. You get six fucking rolls. <laughs> 50 bucks? 50 bucks for six rolls. What the fuck? I, I, I might have just talked shit, but I see a marketing opportunity when I see Oh, one. my God. I would bidet my ass in the shower before I spent 50 bucks on six fucking rolls this is of insane. toilet paper. Okay, <laughs> there's, a cu- there's a couple in Ohio that took advantage of our MVM limit, which means, like, they can purchase more than what we're limiting, and uh, they've made a hundred grand on reselling Lysol wipes. Not even, Jesus. Not even joking. You know what, actually, I saw when all this first popped off? I think this was probably two, three weeks ago. I saw someone on the classifieds on Facebook here in Bozeman, in the Bozeman, Gallatin Valley um, classifieds, selling homemade hand sanitizer already. And we hadn't had even, we, oh, there were tons God. of states that literally didn't even have coronavirus oh, yet. And that and that's what I'm saying. So it, for people that just don't understand, so if you're from a different state, obviously, so I live in Everett, Washington. I work in Everett, Washington. The first case of coronavirus landed in Everett, Washington. The first case in the United States landed in Everett, Washington. And that's why you're sitting on the other side of the (laughs) room. This was like seven weeks ago. And so just so you know, everything that we went through the last month, now that it's spreading everywhere else, you guys are going to deal with. So what was the initial reaction when when the first patient got identified in Washington? This is exactly what it was. It was me telling everyone because I'd been reading about it and like reading about what China was releasing and reading about some of the underground stuff. This is exactly what it was. People were like, oh, it's this virus that they got. And everyone said it came from like people eating bat soup. And then there's a spiral video that was fake. And there was all this misconception. And they're like, yeah, that's crazy that they eat bats over there, but we don't, you know, we don't eat it here. And so I remember talking about it with all my coworkers, and I'm like, this is going to get bad. They're going to shut down Costco's. Like, they're going to shut down. Like, I thought this thing was going to take over. And everyone was like, no, it's 
just like the flu, and it's like, well, that's an interesting theory. It is just like the flu, except there's a fucking vaccine for the flu. <laughs> that was my thing, honestly. I will admit I am kind of in that category. A you, bit. All you motherfuckers Because are. you did. You're like, dude, I'm going to liquidate all my assets in the stock market. I actually was on board with you because I could tell that we were definitely going to start getting some uh, you know, instability in the market. So going on that end of it, yeah, I sold out of everything. We had our big first dip like yeah, two when weeks they, ago. When China started announcing death toll. Yeah, yep. when China started announcing death toll, we had our first big dip. I sold out before that, and then we had that first big dip. And I did know that Washington had some cases. There's some cases in bigger cities like New York and stuff. I started buying back into the market because I was like, how much lower can Stupid. it go? We've already Stupid. lost fucking 10%, 20% yeah. on most of these stocks. I mean, and I, guess what? I got slapped in the pee-pee. I, I, I did just want to say, I did warn you. You did. Everyone did. I, I didn't listen to anyone. No, that's and that, on me. that was the thing, too. So that's the thing that was so fascinating about it because when it was coming, you know, um, what I did put in there when I said I liquidated all my assets, the key word was they're going to announce eventually that this is a pandemic. And then did, once yeah. they announced the pandemic, that's when it became this huge thing, right? But here's the most fascinating thing. When you start to look into it, it's been in the United States for like seven weeks, right? It's been spreading in the United States for seven weeks. The They started popping up with uh, unknown symptom cases. So people, I remember specifically two people in California got it that had no travel outside of the United States, never went to China, didn't have any relatives that went to China. They just got this virus. So it's like someone got it unknowingly, asymptomatically spread it as a carrier and gave it to other people. And that's been happening, I hate to say it, but that's been happening in Seattle for like seven weeks, and that's why we're that's why we're exploding. And all those people that are in Seattle, they're being selfish and they're being cunts and they're flying to places like Bozeman, Montana. Yeah. <laughs> can can the, if the CDC is listening to this, can you come get this motherfucker? <laughs> my plan is to like because you guys are one of four states that like have no cases. My plan was to just kind of you know just give it to you guys. Like I kind of want to be patient zero. In the yeah, state of you Montana. you missed that by about three hours oh you guys got some cases we got cases literally you showed up last night and we had cases like an hour before a couple Fuck. hours before your plan and i heard they were presumptuous they are presumptuous last i heard as of recording this i wanted to we'll be the first out, confirmed case <laughs> so what they're doing at costco now costco wide which is super fascinating especially in the northwest they this is what they did they got rid of demos so we don't do any demos now i fucking hate costco now because of the food like you know food handling they shut down the photo lab. They shut down. Why the, the photo lab? Did they tell you? Uh, just touching, like interaction with with public, right? <laughs> I'm not even joking. Uh, just they're touching a, stuff and then handing them. Just out. imagine like all your people making photos in like bio suits. <laughs> <laughs> so they shut down the hearing aid. They shut down the doctor optical office. They shut down the. Uh, if you can't hear or see, you won't get coronavirus. Well, it's just that interaction face to face, right? I get you. Anything that involves not the six foot rule. So the six foot rule, the social separation is now in play, and the way it, the way this is literally panning out is Costco. So you know how when you go to Costco, they have like twelve lines, and they usually have every line open when they're busy. Because of the six foot rule, we can only have every other register open. So that you keep six feet from each other. And you've got record number of people coming into the store. Mm-hmm. Costco's oh, are getting shut down because of fire marshals. It's saying there's too many people. So like we have, we're, we're on a thresh count. So you're literally like not allowed more than 500 people to come in based on your volume. Everyone has to keep a six-foot rule. We have to enforce it. So like if you guys got too close, whoa, sir, sir, six feet. Uh, is, does that include enforcing the rule on parties that come in together? Yes, Everyone, ha- you have to keep a six foot distance. It's like a high school dance all over again. So let's say you have a cart and you put the kid in the cart. You have to push it with like a broom that's <laughs> at least six foot long. <laughs> I'm sure kids are going to be the exception to that, which is just going to cause some issues. But um, uh, yeah, it, some guy in Seattle uh, literally put on a donut suit that has, it's a six foot donut. Really? And when he would walk around, people couldn't get, like, it, would, it would push them out of the way and people couldn't get within like six feet of him and he did it to prove a point oh my god if if i had coronavirus and that guy was in my vicinity i would just try and spit in his face <laughs> like you you might not you might i might not be able to touch you in your six foot your six foot safety zone but i can sure spit that for a bitch 
don't like you, I don't like you bumping donut into my back. I never knew what animal chase reminded me of till just now. And that's a, a, that's a camel or oh, a llama. Camel. Yeah, any of those, any of that species that spit. Dude, so it's so bad in Seattle right now. And the whole thing is, so I actually, this is going to probably upset you guys, but... Um, uh, yep, probably. <laughs> one, of, one of my friends, I'm almost 100% convinced has it, and I've hung out with him in a recent time frame. Did and they... Did they spit in your mouth? Here's the symptoms. You ready for this? Oh, you ready boy. For this? Okay. So they were sick. Okay. Okay. And I got sick last week. Oh, my God. I didn't tell you guys, but... You're a piece of shit. <laughs> let's, hold on. No, no, no. Before you think I'm irresponsible, let's go through this. So here's what I was sick. Neck pains, headache, no sore throat, no shortness of breath, no, um, like, fever, right? So Did you I, poop yourself? Nope, no issues with okay. we bathroom, right? I, I, I thought I was okay, okay? I took some medicine. It lasted two days, no issue. My friend got sick. They had, you ready for this? They had sore throat, deep cough, and they're, they cycle, right? So they, they're constantly doing spin cycle, okay? They, had a, they walked up the stairs with me, and they were out of breath. And I was like, that's weird. I was like, you need to go get tested. And they're like, I don't have a fever. But they like kind of had shakes. They were like shaking. So I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, you need to go get tested. You so have coronavirus. I don't have coronavirus. <laughs> so I go, to get, I go to get tested, right? Or well, I tell them to go get tested. And they call. And even though, you know, President Trump's talking about how like the tests are there. So this was last week. Everybody will get a test. Yeah, he's, that's what he said, but unfortunately, there's only four places in Seattle at the time that had tested. He's changed that now to where um, multiple places can test in your state. <laughs> but um, we called, five-hour wait to get tested. And here's how it works. You drive up, park in your car. Oh, is this a drive-up one? Yeah. You I saw sit, this. You sit in your car. Okay. You check in on like over the phone. They won't let you drive up unless you've already called into them. So they called in. How do they enforce that? You have to have like a, they put in like a little ticket for you. So they called for 50 minutes, got put on hold for 50 minutes, talked to the nurse, and the nurse goes, okay, what are your symptoms? They go through it. They're like shortness of breath, this stuff. And they go, this is what the nurse says. I need to go ask the head nurse. She has more experience. So they go talk to the head nurse. You've only been doing this for six hours for the last fucking month and a half right every day at least so literally they do that they go back they're like okay you need to come in so they go in okay they go in and my friend parks and the nurse comes to them and goes okay so you have shortness of breath you have all these symptoms but you don't have a fever so we're not going to test you you know it's crazy i can relate to this my sister is a nurse up in helena mm-hmm and she was saying that if you think you have coronavirus up there and you come to the urgent care that she works at, they have you wait in your car in the parking lot and then they come out and they test you. Yeah, like they literally wouldn't even test my friend because the, you the Which they, I don't know if they're getting the actual coronavirus test, but they look at you. They only, don't let you into the building. Yeah, they're only testing the most severe cases. If you have a mild case, they're like, hey, we just need you to self-quarantine. But it's like, dude, you work at a job where you literally can't self-quarantine. Like, what do you, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, in my job, like, I can't just go, like, hey, yeah, I need two weeks off. Okay, yeah. Because I might that, have something. That so, doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So you work at Costco, right, where all these fucking people are in a panic, buying up all the shit paper and water. Mm-hmm. And do you guys, are you guys having your workers, are they experiencing, like, issues? Like, are people getting sick so at work? So my whole take on this, this is, uh, tell me what you think about this, Chase. So literally think about it. Costco and America as a general, I'm not trying to uh, talk bad about Costco because they're a great company, but America in general is not set up for a pandemic. Because no, think down. about it, right? That's, that you get, that's, that's obvious. You get no vacation, you get no sick time, right? It takes a long time. My mom, who lives in England, she got a job as a phlebotomist. She's taking baby vaccines and like drawing blood. She started her job like seven years ago. When she got her job first year, she was upset because they gave her only five weeks of vacation. Only five weeks? I get five weeks of vacation after working uh, 15 years. I was going to say, I just I used to work for the state of Montana. And 
I think I maybe got two weeks off the whole year. And that's standard. It, it, maybe it was two to four weeks. I can't remember exactly. It's just insane. But you literally get, on average, maybe two weeks working for the state of Montana. And I worked for the DHS, too, for a while. Two weeks. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You literally are in a position, right, as a country, right, in America. If you get sick or you think you might have the coronavirus, you literally, like, don't have the ability to take the time off of work. Unless you have short-term disability, which is still reducing your wages, If the pressure is for you to come back to work and get everyone else fucking sick. It's like the whole concept is me, when I see a sick person, it's like, don't come to work, fucker. Don't yeah. get anyone else sick. That That's the way I felt about it, too. And the state's actually pretty good about that because at the state you do have annual leave and you have sick leave. Mm. Um, at the airport, it was all one pot. So and, you, they, like, they wouldn't let you use it either. It's like, you better show up to work. They're like, you better show up to work. And then, like, when it all comes out, TSA made people work with coronavirus. Yeah. It's like, we didn't tell them to do that. Oh, it's like, no, bullshit. No, no. You put the pressure on me with your managers every damn day. Yeah, don't even get me started on the whistleblower shit with TSA because... There's one guy. That's a whole nother episode. Okay. I'll, I'll leave right. that for later. But yeah. So America's, I mean, Eric, America in general is just not set up for coronavirus. Here's why it's going to spread. It's been spreading um, unconsciously in the United States for a very long time. And then this is the thing. So if you look at like what happened in Italy, Italy has an older population. That's yes. why you're seeing so many deaths. 256 yesterday alone. It's over 1,000. Those deaths? Deaths. Ooh. So here's, here's what's happening. Their medical uh, system in Italy is so overrun right now that the doctors and nurses there are literally having to decide which patients to work on based on their survivor rate. Me me and Chase were just talking about this yesterday. I heard about this. Uh, Yesterday, I read a couple things coming out of Italy. Uh, One of them involved an Italian actor whose sister contracted the coronavirus. Uh, she's 37 years old, uh, relatively healthy, but she does suffer from epilepsy. Uh, she contracted, she found out she contracted coronavirus two days later, uh, she died. And this guy, his, uh, her older brother, was trying to call around to different authorities around the city to try and figure out what he can do with his sister if she is dead in her bed in his house. Uh, and he's sitting get, there with an infectious, dead coronavirus with, body. She is infected, and he he self quarantined because he tried to resuscitate her mouth to mouth when she first passed. Right. Uh, so he's calling around trying to figure out how to deal with the situation. Nobody's giving him any answers. So he felt his last resort was to take to the internet, posted a video of him pleading that he's getting no help with his dead sister in the background, oh. and it finally took that video and 10 million views for a politician of the city to uh, intervene. Yeah. This, Finally got the situation taken care of. That is some shit straight out of, like, the Middle Ages, man. Yeah. Like, it's so like, that, bring out your dead so shit. So that is crazy. Like, from Monty Python. And I also read a piece from a uh, an Italian doctor who's working in one of these hospitals that are overrun with these cases, and he's saying it's literally to the point, no one, everybody's working around the clock for the most part, and there are some doctors that are getting sick now with mm-hmm. the virus one died today yeah and oh, shit. they're they're reluctant to go home because they're afraid of spreading the virus to their family so a lot of them are just staying at the hospitals and they need to work so it's like even if they're sick they're still working they're still working no one else can and the doctor is describing that the patients that are in the hospital right now all have the same shit as this have type of pneumonia that they're all suffering from and he described that ventilators are the gold of the hospital right and now. there's only three hundred thousand ventilators in the united states yeah um have you guys ever played uh plague inc have one of the things on that like one of the achievements on that game is you kill all the doctors <laughs> okay God uh, so that is fucking crazy that this virus is unlocking fucking achievements well and that's the thing so right most doctors like if you think about doctors they're going to be older in age right Cause it takes so long to go through school and then right yeah so 
Italy's fucked, right? They're like literally the worst case right now. China, even though there's actually some a lot of people that think China probably decreased numbers to kind of control the story. The I don't. I don't think they. I don't think a lot of their numbers are accurate. They waited too long, no. and they they're probably very inefficient at collecting the data. People that died in Seattle, like they retroactively realized, oh, they had coronavirus. Like people that were like, so there's probably people that were were dying in China that they just thought, oh, they died of pneumonia or the flu. Yeah, the flu. And then now respiratory issues. So China, because the bodies are so infectious, China has so many uh, crematoriums like in their country that they just burn. They're just burning all those bodies. So there's no real way to know if that counts right. Do you guys know, like you're just saying the bodies are infectious, like the bodies are still very contaminated when they're dead? Yeah. Yeah, there's some dark ages shit. It's hear about like how long the virus survives on surfaces. Like when they're still within the host. Yeah, it's going to live for a while. Like, what they say, like, it can survive on just surfaces for, like, three days. Three days. Yeah, I just read a thing this morning when I was waking up in bed that they are starting to find out. I think it was, it can hang in the air alive for three hours? Yes. I think it was what it was. Mm-hmm. The person can but. recover from coronavirus but they can still infect other people for upwards of almost a month and here's what's nuts about that so here's what they discovered because they discovered when it first started hitting europe they discovered this in germany that what they knew one person had coronavirus right and they and he had when he got tested positive he talked about how he was just in a group setting with some other students Mm -hmm. so they called every student they said if you get coronavirus or if you get any symptoms or you feel like you want to get tested let us know and all the students were like yeah test me so they went to the students one by one and before they even had symptoms they started swabbing nose the throat the mouth right like three of the nine people had it living in its throat already and yeah. were infectious within like four hours. Yeah, because they say the incubation period is about three or four days at this point is what the numbers have been. Yeah, awesome. and it can stay dormant up to two weeks, but yeah, it's like two to five days. Cool, two so as soon days. as you leave, if I get sick the day you leave in three, four days from now, yeah, I'll know who to fucking blame. But it stays dormant for two weeks, so good luck trying to fucking... Oh, yeah, that's true. Good point. Yeah. Now, yeah. now what, what's cool about You're going to cool disappear off the radar when you leave here, aren't you? So I can't find you and... Get retro- I, don't, retribution. I don't have it, man. We'll I'm see. just a I'm just an asymptomatic carrier. No, stay on your side of the room. <laughs> no, okay, so so you're so Europe fucked up, right? America clearly fucked up. Trump, I think, I don't know what he was trying. I think the whole thing was when it first came to America, everyone's like, don't panic. Like it, the mood changed at Costco too. The members were like, fucking idiots. And then now they're all joined <laughs> into the fucking idiots. Because here's the thing, right? It's going to last at least not another three months, four to 12, four to 12 weeks at least yeah, because who, it's who still spreading long. and and the, there's some really fascinating stuff. Less than 2% of all the cases in the world are people under the age of 19. It just doesn't affect kids. And even if kids... That's so weird to me. Even if kids get it, they, it doesn't affect... Yeah. All, they're just Very little carriers. Very show symptoms. It's like, any he, sort. it's like hepatitis A. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kids get it That's right. and it doesn't affect them, but they just give it to their parents. So here's what's fascinating, right? They shut it's down... They, they're shutting down all the schools in Washington. So all the schools in my area are shut down for six weeks. Montana, literally, I just heard from my sister today, they're doing that up in Helena. They're considering moving all classes at the high schools to mm-hmm. online. I literally just got on spring break, mm-hmm. and the day that we were supposed to come back from spring break, which was around the 23rd-ish, they put out a thing this week. Um, all MSU, the whole Montana State University, is getting put to online classes and no one's to return to campus. There's people that I'm going to school with. They're like, I'm, I'm traveling back to Colorado. I'm just going to do the rest of the semester for my computer in Colorado. See, but here's why, for college kids, I get it, but here's why it's stupid for kids that are under the age of 18. So here's what happens. You shut down the schools. Right. Who watches the kids? Right? You got oh, so yeah. many. You got be a huge you, problem. You have so many people in the country that don't have childcare, and their mom, like, think about, let's just, before we talk about everyone, talk about nurses. You're a nurse. Your kid's in school. Right. That's right? my. That's that's my sister. Right. She's got a kid in like grade school. Okay. So now the kid comes back. Nurse can't go to work. Pandemic hits. You're short on nurses. 
It's like stupid. It's like literally. It's a it's a domino it, effect. It's literally like what you have to do, and this is something that they won't do. It's like you have like think about it from China's perspective. People are talking about how China's done a great job of stopping it. They yeah. go, this is what they do. <laughs> eh, you're right, but here's what they do. They go, hey, um, this is uh, the authority uh, of the government. Uh, you can't leave your house for a month. Right. Try doing that in fucking America. In America, it's like we recommend you wash your hands and probably should stay away from large gatherings. And people are like, fuck you, I'm flying to Montana. Yeah, yeah this fucking everyone's, loser. everyone's trying to downplay the severity of what it's going to be. It's like the flu kills more people. And like, that we, I don't think we can make that assessment yet. Yeah. But this is far more infectious. Two things with that. First things first, I hate when people talk about apples to oranges. Yeah, exactly. So that is more oranges to oranges. I've seen a lot of stuff where people go, like, suicide kills 40,000 people a year and, like, you know, heart disease. It's like, I can't walk down the street and catch suicide, motherfucker. <laughs> like, those are two different things. They are very sad, and yes, it's killed more people, but it's not like I'm just going to go to McDonald's and get some random fucking suicide and just... It kills me, or I pass the suicide onto my grandmother. Sometimes when I eat McDonald's, it makes me want to commit suicide. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the second thing with that is, is so here's so the numbers are going to continue to go lower, right? So the statistics are basically what anyone under forty is like 02 percent. Yeah, mortality rate. Yeah, our, our age group is very likely to survive this. Point two percent. Yeah, we're, right? we're not a bad spot. What's, luckily, what's the flu? Do you know what the flu mortality rate is? Uh, it's 0.1. I was going to say it's pretty low. It's it killed, point like, one. what, 80,000 people last year? It's literally 0.1 of all the cases. So literally coronavirus, even right now, and obviously I think that number will go lower, it's still deadlier 3%. than the flu. And obviously, once again, don't need to remind anyone, there's actually a vaccine for the flu and not coronavirus. So that I think that's the thing. But now there's this debate on how people are going to handle it. Clearly America is going to still go on about its ways. Do you know what the UK is doing? Uh, I'm not aware of UK's containment efforts. The UK time. has a herd immunity mindset. A herd immunity. So what they believe? What the fuck? What they believe? This sounds like some anti-vaxxer shit. It is. This is what they're trying. <laughs> Wait, what? This is what they're trying to do. They're trying to do herd immunity. So what they're trying to do is they're hoping that enough people in the country will get it and beat it, like people like us, will get it, will beat it, and we will uh, gather up an immunity to it, and then the virus won't be potent well, anymore. That's that's it does kind of sound anti-vaxxy, mm -hmm. because I think what they know is, you know, everyone in the United States has been told, you know, vaccines right around the corner. Now, it's 18 months away. It's, yeah, it's, it's a year away. It's at least matter. 12 months. Herd immunity is so stupid, because I've been reading about how the body well, built up that immunity to a, that's, a, a virus or a or bacterium that enters their body. There's a period where the person will remain immune because the body's fought it. They understand it. But uh, from kind of what I've read, it's about a year, maybe two years, and then that immunity is fucking gone. And then well, you're susceptible of getting infected. Herd, herd immunity is how vaccines work. If, if yes, that's there how is, vaccines There work. is some truth to the herd immunity, but here's the thing. It's a general purge on anyone over the age of 60. Oh, yeah, it is. So, but, okay, so that's what the U.K. is doing, and that's why, if you've noticed, at first Trump said that he would let people from the U.K. in, and now they're on that ban list because U.K. is about to get titty-fucked by coronavirus as well. Yep, and my mom is in Northern Ireland at the moment. <laughs> I just talked to her on the phone this morning. I mean, morning. you're more of a risk being in the same room as me than she is. So. Yeah, stay on your side of the fucking room. Stop coming over here. <laughs> no, I mean, so that's how the UK is handling it. Clearly, Italy is getting screwed over. America's going to kind of explode into lots of cases. We so I think I, I, this is what I hate about the beginning of it when it started to spread is just how was how Trump was trying to downplay it during all those uh, briefings. We're he at 15 was, cases and soon to be zero. We're, we've got it contained. And then he's got health experts that are working for him, literally right behind him saying, this is going to spread more, it's going to get worse. Is yeah. it literally yeah. right after he said it's all good, we're, we so, got it under control. I read this article last night, and I just thought of it while we're talking about how many people are going to get sick. So I pulled it up to make sure I had the numbers right. It's from a Washington Post thing, and it's talking about their predictions based on what they know oh, and their yeah. health experts mm -hmm. of worst case scenario in the United States. Worst case. They predict that between 160 million to 214 million people 
could contract the disease yeah. within the United States' population. That's two-thirds of the population. Get this. I don't think worst case, that, but yeah, yeah. their worst case. These are worst-case predictions. Worst-case predictions, experts have said that as, many, as low as 200,000 people could die, all the way up to 1.7 million people dying yeah. from this. I think a real— from my understanding, I think this is within that is, that is right at the, the United. Point. These are numbers in the United States, not globally. The United States. Yeah, and that would be 0.3 percent of the population, roughly, probably a little yeah, lower. That's nuts. I mean, I don't like. Obviously, that's a lot of speculative. I think it is extremely speculative. You, yeah. It is definitely speculative, but I mean, it's kind of nice to have those figures in your mind. If this, if this is what experts are predicting. They're experts for a fucking reason. They went to school. They studied this shit. Probably a lot of them have PhDs in this stuff. There's a lot of school. That's a lot of knowledge. Maybe we should heed that warning a little bit. I don't believe anything the system says. Flat Earth, not vaxxing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, like, let's say even if you had 10 million people get it. If you had 10, people get it, 10 million people get it in the United States, and depending on their age group and um, the effect of it. And obviously, there's people now that I'm talking to in, in Washington that they literally are like, I think I had this a month ago. And I'm like, what do you mean? What the fuck? And it's like, so it's my buddy who, my buddy who um, does like Peloton, right? He's like, he's on like, he rides, He's rode like 620 rides on his Peloton. Like he's a stud, right? Jesus. A month ago, he's like, I couldn't even ride. He's like, I had no breath. He's like, I had this issue. So there's a test. There's a test from this Japanese doctor to test for fibrosis. Mm -hmm. And this is literally what you do. You just take a deep breath and hold it for 10 seconds. If you can hold your breath for 10 seconds without any anxiety, tightness in your chest, or coughing... Um, then you're you don't have any issue with fibrosis, and so my friend who I think like had it, I asked them to do it. Within two seconds, they're coughing. Oh wow! We're all gonna die. <laughs> well, We're so it dead. doesn't confirm that he had it. <laughs> doesn't confirm that he had it. He might have fibrosis. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right, but it's just like that kind of like to tell if you do have that issue with your breathing, and it's like so that's the whole thing. It's like you can panic about it, but the fact of how many people, and I just literally every person I talk to, like. At, I, I just figured out how we month. how we fucking purge this. Everybody has to get into a pool and go underwater, <sighs> and they have to hold their breath. And if you can't hold your breath, and you may have fibrosis, but you also might have coronavirus, you die. And you die, and then we just drain we drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. I think it's gonna I, do you know it. For maybe us. we should just take the survival of the fittest approach. Just everybody get infected. Yeah, fuck if, it. You, if you live, you fucking live. See? You die, you die. You, you should go to the UK. That's what they're doing. <laughs> this is what I kind that of think is, is some crazy. medieval shit. This is what I kind of think is crazy about the rise of this coronavirus. Uh, there are literally people uh, that are gonna get infected by this that waited their entire life for this to kill them. Yeah, they I waited know. their entire life for China to eat some infected bat or snake or handle one with the virus that you made the jump that spread from China to their lovely little home and wherever the fuck they are from and eventually kills them. But you could say the same thing for the guy that like chokes on soup. Yeah. You, yeah. Like it's just unfortunate. You could this, say the same for anyone however yeah. they die, but this is like mass scale. A whole bunch of people waited for coronavirus. It is a very weird thought. Kind of morbid thought. I always thought the Black Plague or some shit like that was going to be the end of the humanity. Apparently, it's something that's slightly. Well, I guess I shouldn't downplay it, but you know, the yeah. respiratory or issue. No, no, it's a conspiracy theory that I have on this. Oh yeah, let's that, hear this. Uh, China did this on purpose. What to what end? Though? <sighs> to what end? To eventually get to Trump. And if he if he dies from the coronavirus, uh, that's their payback for this whole U.S.-China tra trade war that's been going on for a few years. Jesus Christ! I think. But how do you take out a world leader? You got to make it look like an accident. Oh boy, coronavirus and the snakes we eat. Oh shit! A whole bunch of people died, and the president of the U.S. too. Ooh, you, sorry. Let me ask you: Do you Whoopsie. really do you really think China would cripple its own economy to do that? Oh boy, they might. They might. I'm who knows what? Who knows what they're capable of? They they got Tom Hanks though, which I'm not really cool with. 
Yeah, they got Tom Hanks, and Tom Hanks actually unknowingly spread it to Australia. I don't know if you know the actual story. He got it in <laughs> Asia. Jesus, dude. That he, countryside's been already ravaged by fires the last six months. Now they got to fucking fend off the plague. <laughs> <laughs> he got it, he got it uh, in Asia, and then he actually brought it to Australia, and someone that took a photo with him and got a, you know, a sign, like oh. an autograph, now has it in Australia. So, But here's the thing. It's like... So there's a lot of conspiracy theories on it all, right? That guy could very well be the guy. He he died to meet Tom Hanks. Literally. <laughs> I would die to meet Tom Hanks. <laughs> You're going to. <laughs> no, the the conspiracy theories are pretty uh, pretty fascinating, but honestly, like I wish that I was smarter and could articulate this, but it's just it's literally a repeat of history. It's like market corrections, yeah. like that's why I said it was going to be a market correction, like market corrections, uh, pandemics like this. You can just tell as a country and as a world, we're just we're, we care too much about business and economic growth to really care about something like this. And when it bites us in the ass, it bites us in the ass in a big, big way. And that's just what's happening yeah, right exactly. So I'm, I'm going to be really curious when the virus does inevitably start to spread here in the in the big sky state and just to see how the population of Montana reacts. And people in Montana are a little bit of a different mindset than people in big cities because big cities don't aren't a aren't a uh, commodity here in in Montana. I a think, lot of small towns. Yeah, I think people probably here, be really easy for people in those small towns to probably get through this unscathed. I I think yeah, Montana not to float our own boat or anything, but. We're kind of solitary people in some regards. Oh, I'm so glad for this to blow up in you guys' face yeah. four weeks from now. You're doing yeah. exactly, like, I'm not trying to cut you guys off, but you're doing exactly what everyone in Washington did to me four weeks ago when I said this is going to get way, way, way fucking worse. I mean, it's definitely going to spread in the bigger cities. Billings, absolutely. Missoula, absolutely. Bozeman, absolutely. Yeah. Probably even Great yeah. Look at your fucking demographic. People come here to retire, you fucking cunts. Yeah, but they usually come... Thank God. I'm going to buy so much property when they're all dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, we have the Bozeman. It's an international airport. Yeah, the Gallatin Valley is going to get... They don't have inter- in- any international flights. But yes. Yeah, they don't now, but we probably we probably have it in some regard. It's going to spread. Yeah, it's in our fucking room with us. <laughs> <laughs> this loser decided to come see us. Fuck yeah. No, I mean, it, I get what you're saying, but it is going to take over for a while. Like, I'm not even joking. I'm so excited because people sent me um, people sent me a lot of, like, memes and stuff, kind of, like, trying to tease me and a couple of my friends. They're sent, sending memes about, like, you know, when there's only 12 deaths in the United States and how in H1N1 under Obama killed more people and this whole thing, right? I Every time someone says something that downplays this, I just go, I can't wait for your statement to age three weeks <laughs> do you think and so far that's been true everything everyone said wait three weeks tell me if you still believe that not not to get overly political but do you think that the coronavirus is the end of the trump presidency so here's the thing i don't the people that are running in the presidency as far as the other two i generally don't think people could get behind them but there's no doubt in anyone's like anyone that is because i'm not conservative or liberal but i don't even really care about american politics i focus more on english politics but like if you literally look at it right there's he cut funding to the cdc previously and now any business that you go into directly deals with the cdc you go to costco it's all cdc like everything funnels through the cdc so he cut money to the cdc right um, and the way he's handled it, which is, here's the thing. I think he's damned if, he's, if he does, damned if he doesn't. Yeah, because yeah. you either do one of two things. You either over-communicate, which is what the media did, and everyone's like, they're overblowing this, right? It's like, well, yeah, but if they didn't report on it, and then it got big, everyone would be like, this is negligent. That, they we should have been told about We should have been told. So it's like the, the public that has an opinion on that, I generally think it is wrong. I think anyone that took enough time, like I did, to read into it could realize that this is going to shape and change your life. And if you look at what Trump ran on for his presidency, all his stock market gains, gone. The economy that he said we were going to have, 
gone. Literally, of, literally, when that got announced, we went back to 2016 levels in the market. Yeah, and uh, the, overnight. Yeah, the Dow sunk to levels they haven't seen since yeah. Trump got elected. So in insane. Early. 20, or late 2016. So I think a lot of Republicans would probably spin that as like he'll recover, he's a great leader, but I think it's shown, like anyone that taking politics aside, anyone that's watched, so my whole critique of Trump is like, he's not a great leader, but he is able to get things forced done like fiscally through stuff, but if you yeah. look at it as a leader, he's not inspiring people to be um, less racist. He's not inspiring people to in- include all races. He's not like that type of leader, right? He wasn't a great speech giver like Obama no, was, no, right? Yeah. So where he faults, he's being shown. His faults are really being shown right now because he literally, every time he gives a, a speech about coronavirus, it's just everyone behind the scenes and everyone that reports on it has to literally correct what he says or yeah. he has to go to twitter and say even though i said no cargo is going to come in from the uk actually it is and even though i said the uk won't be banned actually i changed my mind it will be so it's right. like he really like no like taking politics aside he really has no idea uh what he's talking about maybe he's trying to keep the panic level low um, I'm assuming come election time, all the Republicans are going to be like, it was overblown by the Democrats to to, yeah. to weaken Trump. And both parties, I think, are going to spin this into a huge election issue. And that's what's annoying about politics yes, is when people I take agree. something and try and make it into a political point. The truth is, is that if for a, for a leader, you'd probably rather have someone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd rather have you'd rather have someone that takes a little bit more of a strong approach and if you look at it boris johnson who literally looks like donald trump oh yeah i know that guy and is an english donald trump he's doing the same thing in the uk he's like let's just let people die and hopefully they get immunity to it so that okay one thing on that from europe their approach on that Mm -hmm. it's like they haven't taken the last like I don't know, 600 years of knowledge of, mm-hmm. you know, plagues wiping across fucking Europe and wiping out, like, a quarter of the population in Europe. They're just like, well, it's worked the last 600 years. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. What a lot of countries are trying to do, like Singapore, right, is, like, a great uh, example. What they're trying to do is they're trying to isolate everyone and cocoon people that could be at risk. And they're trying to keep the virus from coming into their country. And they're trying to hold out. And then once a vaccine comes then they'll take care of everything else. Did but a country like the UK or the United States, there's no way we could do that. Do you hear what uh, Israel is doing? If you come into the country, no matter what, from my understanding, you come into the country, you're quarantined for 14 days before they ever let you into the country, and you're being tested the whole time. I mean, that's smart. It is smart. It's really smart. You know why the United States can't do that? Even oh. though Trump went out and said there's enough tests, there's no test because yeah. it, they're trying, you know, they're just, we're not prepared for it, so... And our population is exponentially larger with a lot more land mass. Here's my prediction. It's complicated quick. We're going to post this on Tuesday. Today is Saturday, the 14th. Here's my prediction. We'll see if it ages well. Yeah, let's let's see what happens here. Okay. I think it's going to explode in all the states um, that... So, like, look at Alabama. Alabama boasts that they have no confirmed cases. That's because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They haven't tested a single person. Yeah, they, they're exactly. like, we they have, have no cases. Woohoo! It's, like, it's Alabama, dude. They don't have any fucking money. So here's what's going to happen. What It's going to... It's The cases are going to double. So right now, the rate of cases in the United States, it doubles every four days. Yeah, I've noticed that. Okay, so the it literally, it's the doubling effect. So it doubles every four days. Do you know exactly where we're sitting right now on cases and deaths? Do oh, we have a count right now? Um, it, I would have to see from the the numbers released this morning. But right, I'll, I'll look that up. The num- obviously, Washington has the most confirmed cases as well as the most confirmed deaths because a lot of them died from an old retirement home that got infected in Kirkland. But um, what here's what I think is going to happen. It's going to explode in the United States. Um, I think the stock market's going to kind of level off for a little while. And then once the death toll starts to rise and they really have to start quarantining major, major businesses and the sports um, don't come back, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to wind into May. And then uh, the stock market's going to tank again. Probably another, like, 10%. I agree with a lot of that. This is what I'm really – this is what I'm kind of – sad about i like watch i hate that they pulled all the sports but i understand i understand it but i i do like nhl hockey i don't watch 
a whole lot of the regular season games. I do enjoy watching the games. The Stanley, the Stanley yeah. Cup is one of my favorite things to watch this time of year. I really hope it doesn't affect, uh, affect the upcoming NFL season. I hope it's not that long. It could potentially it be that long. It will because the yeah. draft will get pushed. It will because the draft will get pushed. OTAs will get pushed. Like it's like yeah. it's right. gonna. It's not gonna go away anytime soon. And another thing that people don't realize that happens from coronavirus. Just to like add this on. This is, you know, it's gonna be a long episode, but. Um, this is something that I picked up from Michael Austrian, who actually went on Joe Rogan like three days ago. Yeah. He had a pretty yeah, awesome piece on there. That was actually really good. One of the things he talks about on there is that China supplies a lot of our generic, like life-threatening drugs. So like, yep. there's like 150 drugs in the United States that you need to be like to stay alive. People need every day, and there's shortages. And a lot of times, well, the supplies for that. Are not being produced in China, yes. right? I so China, China's supply shut down, which they're going to try and get people back to work in the next couple of weeks. So one more prediction: they're, China's going to get people back to work, and then it, it's going to blow up again. Their so, cases are going to blow. So back this up. is what I think is I could see that. interesting about the China. So the who is uh, the who has been raining praises on China, being able to curb the uh, spread of infection within China. But I've also been hearing that there have been a lot of uh, Cases where patients that they uh, had claimed were uh, clear of the virus ended up getting reinfected. And there's a lot of speculation that when they release these individuals back into the population, they weren't fully clear of the virus anyway. So they yeah. went out as supposedly cured or supposedly over the infection. They go back out, they infect a whole bunch of people, and then they come back, hey, I still got the thing. They, they test them again, positive. Um, I had read something yep. somewhere. I don't know how true this is. Maybe you guys know more than I do. I had heard that there are different severities or strains of the coronavirus. Yeah. And, and are, it's is like it four? Right. There's four. There's three or four is what I heard. Now, are these my thing that I one thing that I read said it was strains, which to me means like a mutation of that. Yeah. Corona-19, COVID-19. That's what they're concerned about. And yeah. And, and that's with anything, you know, it could mutate really easy. I mean, that's what these fucking diseases are designed to do mutate Bastards. quickly yeah well it's just like evolution in itself the right the longer you the longer in the number of of anything that's repro that is reproducing itself copying itself it, there's a higher likelihood that there's going to be mutation right. chance and you got this virus that's literally spread completely around the globe infecting more and more people every day that chance of uh, mutation obviously starts to go higher and higher i don't know the exact uh what the exact science is behind what drives a mutation in the first place but it becomes very obvious that there's a higher likelihood and what that mutation ends up being could be even worse than what we got now right we can't even handle what's going on now i guess my question though was that shit would be fucking scary do you guys know if that's true are the strains different Severities, or is it all one thing and it's how it's affecting people? Like, have you guys read anything about that? I, I haven't read anything. I haven't seen anything about it. Uh, but like I said, I've, I went in doubt that there is there, there's absolutely a chance that it could happen. There's it hasn't a, happened already. Canada, I think, has the greatest research on it from Toronto. They were able to like actually like single out specific strains. But um, I don't know, man. It's going to be really... Uh, like I said, it's going to be really interesting because, like I said, I feel like people in Washington know something that the rest of the country, minus California and New York, know about, which is how it's going to fuck up your daily life. And that's the whole yeah. thing. Like, no matter who uh, is listening, like, it is going to change your life for a while, and this is always going to be kind of a legacy of, like, what's going on. And I think the smartest thing to get ahead on it, like, literally the best thing you can do for anyone right now is jack up your 401k contribution. Like, the market's at a good price, That's like, true. and it's going to continue to be at a good price. If you can go up a few percentage points, do it. If you're a young kid and your company matches, freaking do it. Like, this is a. I hate to say this, my, like, because obviously you don't want anyone. I wouldn't want anyone to die. But the economic effect of this is that for someone like you and I, we're going to get to buy some pretty great companies at some pretty good prices. Like, it's a good. It's it's good for our four hundred one k. Maybe not be good for the boomers. But yeah, is what it is. This whole this whole virus thing has been freaking crazy to watch. It's literally only been a handful of months 
Was this going on in December? So, it, like I said, Ish. they started to talk about it in December. They didn't really know anything about it. My dad went to China, and my stepbrother is in the NSA and told my dad that there was this disease that they're kind of monitoring from China. And when he came back, he came back on the 16th of January. That's when people started to get sick. And so I actually called my dad because he went to, I think it's Chongqing, which is like 50 kilometers west or east of Wuhan. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, do you have it? He's like, oh, oh. I don't fucking have it. Nothing. I'm like, yeah, I think you do have it. <laughs> and, how many, uh, how many miles is that? Since, uh, you know, you're the only British person listening it's to It's like this. 100 miles, bro. But literally, it like, <laughs> here's the thing. With, uh, with him, the, what they're finding out now uh, people that smoke have a really tough time with this disease. Yeah, yeah. And they're compromising their lungs, smoky shit. This is not actual. I don't know if this is backed up by science yet. I read one article. It was kind of a loose article, but they're looking at the possibility that coronavirus leaves your lungs incapacitated for like like it gives permanent damage to your lungs. Fuck. Potentially Jesus. up. Potentially up to thirty percent. Of less lung capacity. Well, I, it's been a lot of easy to think about. It's pretty fucked, and people always talk about it. it's like I could get sick; it doesn't affect me. Well, if I did give you guys coronavirus, good luck running in the future. That's fine. <laughs> I hate running. I gave up on that shit a long time ago. Um, yeah. One quick thing, update on that CDC. I looked it up. We're just over sixteen hundred cases, and there's hold on here. Uh, 41 deaths, and that was updated yesterday at 4 p.m. Yeah, so my prediction will be... On the 13th. So if you think about doubling, right, so doubling every four days, you're going to be at 100,000 cases mm, within the month. Yeah, probably within and if you, 30 if, days. And if a month from now we're totally wrong and this blew over, I'll be the first person to be like, I was so wrong, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Well, I'm very curious to see how this develops over the coming weeks. Uh, if you guys live in a city that is uh, currently affected by the virus, let us know what's going on in, in your neck of the woods. How are people handling it? How are you handling it? Uh, go to our Facebook page, Afternoon Tea Time. Drop us, uh, drop us a comment. Let yes. us know. I want to know. I'm actually really curious if people think what people think of our arrangement. Like, do people think I'm a selfish dick for spreading my disease to you the answer is yes <laughs> he's a dick <laughs> all right guys thanks for thanks for listening stay healthy out there drink uh tea over toilet paper <laughs> see you guys next time <laughs>